Hi, this is Amazing Red, former X Division champion, and you're listening to the official podcast for Wrestling News Source. Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. A couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abair. And we welcome you to episode 463 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher. We're on Beyond... Blah, 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 blah. I can't talk. Beyond Stitcher, Pod. Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're, we're all over the places. You can also you can also follow us on Twitter, WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore A-Bear. You can follow him on Instagram, was it A-Bear underscore mode. Yeah. And I'm on TikTok at Daniel Heron. I get these weird notifications. Well, it's not weird. Uh, yeah. It's a weird sound I'm not used to since I logged into my fight account. Mm-hmm. It, it'll make this like... Giving you notifications, yeah, stuff. of like, hey, you want to order this or check out this thing? No, so I'm like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. I'm like, I need to, <laughs> I don't want that to pop up my notifications. We'll go into your settings. Yeah, I'll figure it out later. Turn that off. Turn that shit it's off. A quick, it's a quick fix. Turn that shit off. So, speaking of fight, the fight app uh, this Saturday, talking shopamania, going to be taking place. Uh, I've already that was Gallo's backyard. I've already ordered it and paid for it, so we're watching it. And fifteen dollars. It's only yeah, it's only fifteen bucks. What have you got to lose? Yeah. So, um, crack open a beer, take your pants off, and get ready to watch the worst pay per view ever. You have been all about talking shop right now. Uh, like that's your new that's your new thing. You I know what? Like since I like watched that first. Um, podcast and then being back i know mm-hmm. they told like you know what was going on at their time in wb but yeah. like some of the shit they say like cracks me up um and i just listened to their other episode because mm-hmm. i think they have like two episodes right now so that's not bad and uh and i listened to it today and i just oh my god <laughs> they're just like so funny to me yeah and you didn't get that in WWE because no. I don't think they could be, and that's part of. I think that's part of the issue that we've seen with a lot of wrestlers coming out now. They're like, dude, we didn't get a chance to showcase what we can do. Imagine someone like, well, we saw bits and pieces of someone say like Heath. Mm-hmm. He had his moments, but it was like big moments, and it was like scattered, you know, yeah. throughout. I think he he said he was there either for twelve or thir- twelve he was there or fourteen for, years. Yeah. And Zack Ryder, you know, been he, there even longer, if not his big moments, biggest moments that we can say was probably him and uh, Kurt Hawkins as the Major Brothers or Edge Heads, because we're with Edge. That was a big moment for them. Uh, another one was Zack Ryder doing his own thing, mm-hmm. creating his own YouTube channel, getting mm-hmm. over, and uh, finally win the title. And then he fell off, and he was there. Money in the bank, yeah, money in the bank. And then that still to me is like one of the best pay per views that I watched. The one where he won? Yeah. Because it was him, it was Air Boom, it was Beth Phoenix's champ. That's CM Punk. It was CM Daniel Punk. Yes. It, yes. I mean, that was like 
all of the fan favorites. Oh, for sure. Had one, and like it was, and then they they took that iconic photo, you know, all of them backstage, and we're like, oh, that's so cool. Was Cody? I think he was the Intercontinental, yeah, champ. So, but I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, you take a guy like John Moxley, you know what he's capable of doing mm-hmm. then he goes to the wwe and they just completely water him down like they take away all that made him special and well, so they, he, he learned stuff from wwe he did for sure he did but what made him special what caught the wwe's eye was not showcased in wwe's product yeah because he was a brawler yeah and kind of a, he was a hardcore guy but he shined also through his promos mm-hmm. And we didn't get that for WWE because, I mean, I'm not going to go through it because he's overly it's scripted, overly scripted that, yeah. blah, 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 and all that stuff. Uh, by the way, because I'm jumping That's through okay. a lot of stuff. We I've have nothing written down this yeah, week. So. Nothing. I listened to uh, a few uh, YouTube videos because it popped up in my feed. Take, for instance, um, Chris Van Vliet talked to Eric Young. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know. He was telling his story about his. He's not thrilled with Vince McMahon at all. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. He 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 basically talked to him twice, and he's like, "I'm a 40 year old man. I'm not going to wait in the hall for like five hours just to talk to him." Yeah, and stuff like that. You know, he told him his story. It's like you know, I thought we had a good talk, but you know, ultimately he didn't understand where I'm coming from, and Mm -hmm. it's like you have a three hour show on Raw, yeah, but you have no spot for Eric Young, yeah. So I'm sitting there, just doing what? Yeah, basically. Taking time away from my family to drive to this town only to and sit and cater. Eric Young has done like almost everything. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, he's been the for for TNA. He's been the face. He's been a goofy face. He's been a heel. He's done comedy stuff. He's done mm-hmm. a lot of different things. He can do a lot of different things. Yep. And you can't utilize that. And that's that's kind of what I was getting to, like saying like you're John Moxley. You take what made them special, you bring them into the WWE product and you get a watered down version of it. And it's like, wow. Like when they leave and they get to show what they can actually do, people are like, wow, this is so good. So good. So great. And it makes me wonder what Heath Slater slash Miller is capable of doing. Like what, what is his wrestling style? That's not WWE. It makes me wonder what, Matt Cardona's is because they those two guys have been in WWE for so long we don't know what they're capable we, yeah, of doing. Yeah, we don't in like and they may have done little tiny indies before they made it. Mm-hmm. Nothing that we've heard of. Right. But but it's also been over a decade, decade and a half. Decade, yeah, so they're nervous, but they're also excited too yeah. and like I hope the best for them. You know, I hope that they can excel um so We'll see mm-hmm. what what they're gonna do. Uh, by the way, because another thing, my my brain's going different places. So we're, we're going, talking about we're going in the depths of the yeah, mind. So of I was listening to Talk Shop and Mania. I mean, Talk and Shop, not Mania. Uh, Getting ready for Talk yes. Shop and Mania. And Rocky Romero. There's four people on that's <laughs> on a lot this of episode. Voices. Yeah. So Rocky, you know, was talking to Heath, and he's like. It's like you're pretty big, man. How how tall are you? Like six seven? <laughs> He's like, dude, I'm six two. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm that big, but you know, it's like you know, I lived over there with the land of giants. You know, I'm yeah. fighting bigger people that I've been for the whole career. And that's and that's <laughs> that's the crazy thing. It's like you get used to seeing all these people in WWE, 
and well, that guy that also I think he he hit at Slammiversary was pretty small. Yeah, naturally. <clears throat> but like you see guys in there, and then they go somewhere else, and you're like, wow, that guy he seems like huge. But in WWE, he wasn't that big of a guy. No, he wasn't. He was one of the smaller guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or average, maybe. Average, yeah. But it's like you guys, guys like Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, who are like, you know, 6'6", 250, something like that, 280. Like, these are big guys. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see what they're able to showcase, because I know, like we said, uh, you know, Heath is now on Impact. And I'm kind of bummed that they're taking the route. I know you're kind of bummed the route that they're taking. I don't know how far they're going to, like, copy from WWE, because... Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to beat Moose, Moose this next week for the TNA Championship yeah. and to get a contract. I don't think that's going to happen, and he's just going to keep showing up and blah, 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 and all that stuff, and something's going to happen. It's going to lead up to maybe Rhino's, one of their pay-per-views. Maybe Rhino's going to get involved. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to switch it where him and Rhino are going to fight <clears throat> or they're going to team up and try to go after the tag titles. I don't know. <clears throat> well, he does have kids, so. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I just don't know, man. And I know, let's see, I text you Monday mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm not watching raw. I, I had no interest in watching it. I was like, like I'm I saw watch impact. I saw the results and I was just like, okay, I didn't, it doesn't look like I, I missed too much. Um, you know, Orton challenged for the title. So that's probably going to happen at SummerSlam. I don't know if it was. Brian Alvarez in one of his podcasts that he does because he does like two or he three. He does like four of them. Four of them. <laughs> a weekly, like a daily yeah. thing. Um, but, oh man, I just lost my goddamn thought. Oh, hang on. Brian Alvarez, talking about Raw. What, what, Minus five stars. What were we talking about? What was the first thing? You said Orton, right? Orton challenging Drew McIntyre for SummerSlam. Oh, God damn it. Sorry, go on with that. Now I just lost what he was saying. Anyway, so Orton came out and actually watched this part. Um, Orton cuts out, cuts a pretty good promo. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, made his intentions clear. He's coming after the title. He wants to face McIntyre. And then Nia Jax walks out and cuts like the most cookie cutter, I was just handed this script. Oh, separate. She didn't come out on Orton. No. Okay. Like, as he was getting ready to leave, she walked out. And then, so it's like you go from... Orton, who's been a veteran for so long, who's mastered his craft of being able to cut a promo, to Nia Jax, who's like, do you want to know how much I am agitated? I am so agitated. Oh, I just thought of something. Uh Uh-oh. So, who can cut a better promo? I'm just going to categorize these two as one. One of the Bellas. Or Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Really? Yeah. To me, they're like on the same level. I will believe Nia Jax more than I'll believe one of the Bellas cut. Is it because she's like a powerhouse? Yes. Or is it something in her voice? It's a little more believable. Because she's a powerhouse. Because I was about to say, they talk like... Yeah. It's a little different. They talk basically the same. Everything has an upward inflection. It's Mm -hmm. like, are you asking a question? What is this? When we're getting ready to fight at SummerSlam... That's Bellas. Yes. I mean, that's that's them to a T. Yeah. You are a loser, and I am famous for doing stuff. 
Okay, now I got, I'm going to throw now out we're something like, else. Now I'm we're getting like Kevin from The Office. Now I'm going to throw out something else. Oh, God. What's better? <clears throat> the Bellas promos slash talking or Kelly Kelly wrestling? I fucking hate <laughs> that. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm putting you between a, a, a rock and a hard place. So if you're asking, <laughs> what's, would I rather watch wrestling? Kelly Kelly wrestle or listen to... The Bellas the cut Bellas. promos or talk or whatever. How long is the match and how long is the promo? Okay. <laughs> I got. I just got to think how much could my sanity hold up? Three minute promo. Okay. And a four minute match. So they're similar. Well, there is an extra 60 seconds. <laughs> And that does take that 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 can make the difference. I'm gonna go Bellas. Okay, I'll listen to the Bellas for 180 seconds. I I can't do, I can't. I didn't get you like a um, a Kelly Kelly lighter. No, you don't. <laughs> You'll get that back. I guarantee it. We're gonna keep on just giving back. What to we each need other. to do is we need to have a chart. Things I'd rather do than watch <laughs> Kelly Kelly wrestle. <laughs> Kelly Kelly must be the lowest of the low take, for you. I will Even take though that the she Choco was one of your challenge. picks for the Royal Rumble. I will take the Chaco Challenge again. She was one of your picks for a Royal Rumble. That's all I got to say. Not by choice. <laughs> Not by choice. That Man, was, that made that my so night pissed. when that happened. I was so pissed. Damn it. Why did I get that number? What are the odds? <laughs> <They're> <laughs> what are the odds? One in 30 at least. God damn. <laughs> And the fact that she was there, like she could have not been there and gave me better chances. She's going to be a Hall of Famer one day. Oh, don't say that. Don't <laughs> say things like that, Next man. Next to Snooki. <laughs> have you noticed we haven't heard anything about the uh, the Hall of Fame? Like they haven't even no. said SummerSlam or anything. It's just like, oh, all it those people. supposed to be around what? Oh, WrestleMania. And mm-hmm. then... No, they probably just wait until this coronavirus stuff kind of just. So like if it happens next year, they're just going to have like double the participants. Maybe. It was like, Maybe. oh, hey, you know, we didn't get to have just it this year. Just induct them into year. the, the just Hall send of them the, the Performance ring. Center. Just send them the ring. They Hall of care. the Performance Center. Yes. There you go. There you have a physical Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, dude, like Nia Jax came out and kind of like the most cookie cutter, hey, here's this script, memorize it, you go on in 10. <laughs> it was bad. It was dude, so, so bad. Going back to the talking shop. Um, talk and shop, or it could have been Chris Van Vliet because I've watched multiple like different interviews mm-hmm. with Gallus and Anderson on different platforms, and somewhere they were talking about um how like there's a certain way before they came into to WWE, and then then you get to a point where it's like. Sometimes they entrust them to do when they got with uh, AJ to do like a promo mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and I guess they were recording it and um, they did how they did stuff in the Bullet Club, yeah. And they sent it to a writer or they showed it to a writer. Um, he didn't like it, so they had to get, do their own script from what the writer said. But it's like you know you question if you can still do this and stuff because you're being fed this mm-hmm. all the time. And, you know, it's like you feel like you don't have any confidence because it's not you doing it. I mean, yeah. you don't believe sh- it. It's what they tell you You don't to believe say. it because it's not your words. Yeah. It's not your you know, thoughts. And, and, it, and it sucks. 
So see, and that's what that's what this is what drives me nuts about the state of the WWE that we're in right now. Their characters are so controlled that they're not allowed to go off script. If you go off of script, we're going to punish you. Also, it depends who you are. Well, yeah. Like, there are certain people, like the New Day, they kind of have creative control over their characters. But there are a lot of them, there are a lot of people who are just going through the motions and letting WWE steer their career into the ground. Mm -hmm. And it's getting bad because, like, the ratings are not good right now. They're the lowest they've ever been. That's they said the third hour is the lowest it's ever been. And I was like, what? I thought we heard that the week before. It's the yeah, lowest it's ever we're been. Continually, continuously dropping. <clears throat> it's the Tower of Terror here. You're going down, down, down. Well, it's not going up. So Certainly. Well, yeah. <laughs> the first hour is going up. Second hour is dropping. Third hour drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it won't go up. Nope. That's it. You just get one time. <sighs> no, nah, man. And like, I know we're going through the results. It's what we've... We, what we've seen because we didn't watch it and I wanted to watch impact, which that's another story. I didn't have the channel, <laughs> but he told me I could watch on Twitch. I'll get to that in a little bit, but, um, from what I've seen impact, it was all right. And I may continue to watch impact mm-hmm. now. And I don't know until if I change, if I want to watch raw, I may switch back, but raw's just not doing it for me. Mm-mm. I mean, it's just, at this point, it's just copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste. Mm -hmm. Like, we're just, we're still continuing these feuds. The tag team division is going nowhere because they have three teams. Yeah. You know. There's people that they should be doing stuff with, and they're not. Like, poor Aleister Black. Yeah. Poor, um. Dominic. (laughs) Dominic. Uh. Ricochet. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are getting some airtime, but it's not like I don't know. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just the way that they're being treated, the way that they're being presented, and also like even I said in the past how Rollins really pissed me off in the past mm-hmm. and the stuff that he's done, but I've held Rollins to a certain like status because yeah. he's always been in this tier, but like what he's doing. Is not doing anything for me. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because of him or what he's being fed or told what to do. I think another part to it is the fact that he's losing members. Yeah, that's also kind of take a toll on you. And it's not anything that he's doing. It's just mm-hmm. to other situations like yeah. Authors of Pain. One of them got injured. Yeah. And that's what... That's they should have kept the other one. Yeah. They should have kept them. Whoever told, whoever said, well, we should take him out. No, that's bullshit. Yeah. If one's out, you could have the one monster on the team. So you went from team. a stable of four to two yeah. because one person got hurt. What you could have done is you could replace him with Austin Theory. Yes. And it could be Austin Theory, one of the authors of Pain, and, and, now, and Buddy. And now he's out. Yeah. Because of the uh, allegations and all that. Oh, is that what that's... Yeah. So, so you went from potentially five, a five-person stable to two. So it's not really threatening. Yeah, it's not really dominating if it's just two people guess, beating up someone's kid. You know? He's like a it's man just, now. No. <laughs> he's not a man? No. He's a kid? He's still a child. No, he's, just, he's, a, he's in his 20s. He's a man He's child. a little boy. Uh, a little chihuahua, but uh, oh, but yeah, like you said, with the way that they're treating Alistair Black in NXT, we're like, dude, this guy is going to be 
the star. And I don't know how they cannot see it with his strikes, with his wrestling ability, with like just everything he does. Like mm-hmm. he's just awesome. Yet, like I don't know. Like online, they tease like he may change some sort of character yes. to a different character. Yeah. Why you didn't push him? You didn't, Vince didn't you like didn't, it. Oh, fuck that old man. <laughs> Fuck him! Like I, I'm seriously tired of Vince. As soon I know as, he's gave us given us a lot through the years, but you're losing it, man. As soon as he made his debut, I was like, yes. And then once they had him rise up during his entrance, and they did that little creaky door sound effect, I was like, it's over. That didn't bother me. That it, didn't, that as didn't. soon as I heard it, I was like, it's done. I know certain things like with the ricochet, with the like the the bullet bouncing off. Uh, you didn't like that, did you? I liked that part. You didn't. I didn't like when he's like standing there and you hear a and then like I don't remember that. They yeah, they did it for like 2 weeks. And whenever he jumps in it's like whoosh, or it's like it's just mm. pointless stupid sound effects, you know. They were trying different things. Yes. And it's like you take you take what made you successful and you just throw it all away. And it's like, you know what? We're just going to add some well, I just water to this. Yeah, yeah, they do that shit all the time, and little things like that I can see past. But like, when but it's, not, it's the fact that it's happening so frequently. Yeah, you know? I just I really wish they would let the the action speak for itself and like, uh, put them over more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I don't know. You're not doing a good job of putting R- Rollins is not good doing a good job of putting over his teammates. Mm-mm. You're not putting over the other guys who are being squashed. So right. who's getting put over? No one. And that's uh, the problem. You're having 50-50 booking. No one's advancing anywhere. There's no threats. They're just going through the motions. It's like they're trying to just hold off until the crowds can come back. And then you they'll can't be like, do that. Exactly. You can't. Well, let's just do this to get through the time. I don't, I don't fucking know, but mm-hmm. like I'm just, and I, I know I'm just only a fan, and I only hear stuff on the internet and what wrestlers say. But, um, well, and it also, it also has to do with what we talked about ad nauseum for the last six or seven years. They refused to build new names when they had chances. They then they would they would rather put the company on the shoulders of John Cena, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, then build stars like Rusev, Bray Wyatt, Kofi Kingston. And stars like that, not like that, but John Cena, Orton, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Orton, but like I've said this before in the past, that one episode I listened to with Corey Graves, that podcast, and John Cena was saying it was the wrestler's fault, right. basically. I'm like, well, motherfucker, you you <laughs> came from a time where sitting, you can... You're sitting high in a in a pretty high yes. perch there, looking and, down on the common folk. Yeah, because they can't do stuff like mm-hmm. you can, because you were, you were the golden child. Yeah. If John Cena wants to go off script, it's allowed. It's allowed. The other people can't do this stuff, but you're like, right. well, they need to go on a limb and try this. No. They can't. They can't. They tell them no. What fucking world do you live in? Right. Come on now! It's like I will, they'll turn that mic off and they'll say you're never going out there again. You're going to stick, stick match back and in catering. Go back in your winnie. Yeah, but you also they also rely too much on older talent. Yeah, got, for sure. You know, no offense to to age or or whatever, but you've got guys like MVP, Edge. Yeah, you know, Orton's getting up there. Yeah, uh, Big Show. You know, uh, like 
up until this year, they're still pulling Undertaker and Goldberg. Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer said something that I thought was pretty good. It's like this era, I don't know if you say era, this period we're in with Bruce Pritchard Mm -hmm. is old. Yeah, and it is. Why bring Big Show, you know? I know Big Show's glad to help. Don't get me wrong. It's all nostalgia now. Yeah, it's like, uh, and I get bringing back Edge. That's really cool. He got hurt. He's out for a while. Yeah. He's going to... Injuries happen. I want him to go back out on his own terms. Right. That's what I want. Um, but I don't, I don't know, man. Um, MVP, um, if they could do something really good with Lashley and Shelton... And if they can make it work, I think it could be good. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily doing it to my yeah. tastes, but hopefully they can turn it around. Mm-hmm. I still have hopes for it. I shouldn't because yeah. WWE's, uh, what's the word? Not burned you. Maybe it's burn. No. I don't know what the, I'm trying to say to that, but I have hope for everything, but at the same time, I have a lot of doubts. Yeah. So it's like kind of like 50-50. Just like they're booking. <laughs> yeah. Full just, circle. Here just, we go. Yeah. Just the, just the way that they like to book them. But, I mean, like, you've got stars like Mustafa Ali, Cedric Alexander, Ricochet. These guys could be the future. Dude, that, that fucking sucks. Like, some stars, can you imagine that some of the older stars that, that came in that were, like, awesome, and then they come into this new shit, and they can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, we've had that before, Matt Hardy and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But imagine... Someone who comes in and can't do anything at all. Yep. Um. Uh, well, it's a little different, but like EC3, when he was Derek Bateman, mm-hmm. that was different. But EC3 is the prime case. Right. Which they hot. NXT was super fast, and they put yes. him on the main roster, and then he wasn't able to do shit at all. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just a lot of like. It's wasted talent. Yeah. That's all it is. Like, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander might be making pretty good money than what they would have on the if they had stayed on the independent circuit. But the way that they're being treated on television is so poor that I don't. It's like, is it is it worth the money? Yeah, to, to be wasting your prime years. I of would. Wrestling or? I would. I don't know how long contract they've signed. And what, the, you know, a lot of people, a lot of wrestlers go back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, well, I'm going to bet on myself, but now I'm making this amount of money, but depending on their contract, I would be like, cause now they're getting them to sign years and years of yeah. contract, like for a contract, but I'll be like, okay, if I have two years left, you know, yeah, or a year and a half, I'm definitely going to write out this Corona stuff cause I don't know who will take me. You know, in this pandemic, and stuff gets better, fucking high tell it, and like invest your money because they make they make good money. Mm-hmm. I I believe. <laughs> well, I mean, like, and then especially like I've listened. Like I'm going back to Gallus and Anderson's Anderson. They said they that last contract they signed, they were making fucking bank. Yeah, and they put kind of their happiness over it just mm-hmm. you know like you know it will be well, set that was, that, yeah they were looking more <clears throat> towards is this going to take care of my family yeah it was they're not wrong in that you know right and that's what i'm saying like you're you're sacrificing a few of your 
you know, prime wrestling years mm-hmm. for financial <clears throat> security. Because they were they signed a five year. Yeah. Like holy fuck, that's like after I get done this after I get done with this five year, it's like I don't know if my body will be good and on the independence, mm-hmm. you know, or other. Well, one. it's one of those where when you leave, it's like okay, I've made so much money over the last five years. Do I even need to go out and wrestle somewhere else? So, for instance, I would I would believe in my heart that Matt Cordona, mm-hmm. Heath Miller mm-hmm. has accumulated a fuck ton of money. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, now. They're like they're gonna bet on themselves and see if they can get over in other spots because I that's think what they're pretty for. much fucking set with money. Yeah, and that's what I'm hoping for. Like I said, they've been in WWE for so long that we don't know what their style is mm-hmm. going to be. So, and they don't they don't really have to worry. I mean, I don't know their financial situations mm-hmm. personally. I don't I don't I don't think that they've spent it foolishly. No, but well, um, Matt Cardona buys a lot of action figures, but you know. But he also makes money through other means too. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I'm curious to see what a Matt Cardona wrestling promo will be—a non WWE promo. To be honest with you, man, I never ever thought like he was that great of a promo. Yeah, and that's maybe that's what how his character was presented. Because I mean, you look at how he was on on his YouTube channel, and he showed a lot of charisma. Yeah. He got himself over. Yeah, you know. So maybe he has the capabilities of doing it after all. Who knows? We'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out in a few weeks. But like you got a returning Mustafa Ali who last week was victorious in his return and this week he loses. It's like Did they try to offer him to 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 join that group? What are they called? The Hurt Business. The Hurt Business. Yeah. But it's like again, you're not building towards anything. You just you have him come back, he wins, and then next week oh he loses. Wins and losses don't matter in WWE. It's true. They're just they're having matches, and yeah. that's it. It's like okay, well, that's cool. Yeah. Every once in a while, you get a good one, but other than that, mm, not so much. Um, you know, I'm I'm glad I missed Raw. Yeah. Um, we saw Sasha Banks win the Raw Women's Championship via countout. Oh, uh, they did another thing. Yeah. Uh. Well. Okay, so Stephanie made that announcement the previous week where it's like, oh, there will be no outside interference, and if for any reason uh, Asuka gets disqualified or counted out, she loses the title. So this was set up by Stephanie McMahon, and Asuka lost because Bailey attacked Kyrie Sane backstage, and they showed it on the on the screen, apparently. And that's also how they wrote out Kyrie Sane. Yeah. Because she's officially done with WWE. So moving back home to be with her husband. Uh, we saw Murphy defeat Umberto Carrillo. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, Umberto Carrillo. They gave him a three-week push, and then, all right, well, thanks, kid. I feel like, yeah, his push is done. Like, I feel like there's still a semi-push for Garza and Andrade, but Andrade has fell. Yes. Has fell for sure. Not failed. Mm-hmm. He has fell. He has fallen. He's fallen from where he was, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And it seems like they want to push Garza, but they're not pushing him as much as I think that they w- should have. Mm-hmm. I don't and it's know. also weird to push him as a heartthrob whenever we know that he just got married. 
Like, yeah. Well, like, you're not supposed to know that. Well, he proposed to his girlfriend in a WWE ring. You're supposed to forget that. Oh, okay. oh yeah, that's right. It happened in the past. Didn't happen. Yep. Um, and then Drew McIntyre defeated Dolph Ziggler in an Extreme Rules match. I mean, Dolph Ziggler is the main event picture, and I really don't care. This is the main event of a house show? <laughs> exactly. Like, that's kind of what we're getting. Nothing will beat a boring-ass match between, if I can remember it correctly, Matt Hardy and MVP. Was that the one that we watched that was that boring? Was, it was hold after hold, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, so damn. the third hour of Raw had the lowest viewership ever this from, week for Monday Night Raw. Well, it'll be it next week. 1.46 million viewers. So all-time low you for know, Monday it'll Night be Raw. bad if they go below a, th- a million Man, I don't know what's going to happen if that actually does happen. I wonder if Vince is on blood pressure medicine. <laughs> he doesn't care because he's rolling in dough. Because I don't know. Like, well, fuck this. The XFL went down. And, well, uh, that's true. He lost some money for that. But the deal that he signed with Fox, he doesn't get less money over time. He gets more money over time. Well, he's a businessman. He figured that out. To- yeah. Yes, so people it's like, help him with contracts. And so to be like, oh, this year you get $27 million. Next year you get $30 million. Next year you get $48 million. The next one you get $56 million. You know, like every year he gets more money. Can you imagine his grandkids like growing up knowing that they're going to get money? <sighs> that must be nice. That must be really nice. They're like, man, I really don't have to do anything. I would hope that they wouldn't grow up being cocky. But you got okay. Say okay. So you got kids from Stephanie and Triple H. Mm-hmm. You see what your dad does, and guess what? When you go up, grow up in the future, and the things that you didn't know about your dad, and you find out, and it comes to light what mm-hmm. your dad's done in the business, and the stuff backstage, and the stuff in books, blah blah, blah and all the stuff. Your your dad's nice, but he's a dick, <laughs> and your grandpa's the biggest dick of all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's. You're a McMahon. You got corporate m- dick. Vince McMahon walks a certain way. Cause that wrestling dick is hard. <laughs> wrestling dick is hard. <laughs> That's gallows. Um, yes, but no, man. You you would hope that that wouldn't rub off on. Yes, you want the motivation. You want your kids to do your best. But God, I hope they're not as cocky. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, moving over to Dynamite. A E W. Dynamite. Another pretty uh, enjoyable episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was surprised that they started out with the 10-man tag match because this was, like, built as this is going to be your main event. So, for it to be the... Um, a, lot, a lot of people say it was sloppy, and there was parts that were kind of mad sure. to me, but I don't think it was that bad. No. It was all right. Um, this is bad. Like, I, I will call AEW out and stuff, but I let a lot of things slide mm-hmm. because AEW, to me, is like a fresh uh, breath of fresh air. Yeah. And uh, and it was pointed out that there was no Excalibur um, this particular week. I just week. read that article today. Yeah. So supposedly, during uh, doing multiple promos in the mid mid two thousands, he said a racial slur that has recently appeared online this With week. With Kevin Owens. Oh, was it? I didn't know him and uh, Kevin Steen at the time. Mm-hmm. They did something. So I don't know what it was. So dropping dropping. Racial slurs, apparently. So, but again, it's one of those where it's like 
going back to the Sammy Guevara, this was many years ago. He's probably matured since then, so I'm sure they'll probably make him take a sensitivity training or something. If someone has something hidden in the past, you better say it. Someone's going to find man. it. Like, even if you go back and you watch, like, early TV shows, like, some of the stuff that they'll say on there, you're like, whoa, hey, now. Like, in today's society, it just doesn't fly anymore. Mm-hmm. But back then, that was part of the times and it's a terrible it's a terrible excuse i'm not trying to say that it's okay for them to use these terminologies these terms whatever but i'm just saying like back in the days yeah people used words a little differently and it's inappropriate hey yeah. i remember being in middle school saying words probably shouldn't have said and you know in today's society, it'd be frowned upon. Yep. So, but I have since grown. I have matured a lot. And I've learned that these words are not okay. And it affects people. Yep. And it, you know, hurts their feelings. And it's inappropriate. You shouldn't say that. So, you know, you, you move on. Mm-hmm. You grow. So we don't know what's going to happen to him. Yeah. We don't know how long they're planning on keeping him off of TV, but... You know, I'm sure he'll be back soon. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was the Inner Circle versus Orange Cassidy, Best Friends, Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy with Marco Stunt on their side. Good guys win, bad guys lose. So, what? Okay, so Matt Hardy came in mm-hmm. and distracted. So they're picking that up. Matt Hardy and Sammy, Sammy Guevara. Guevara. So, is Matt going to do. The other characters, or is he still going to be Matt Hardy? Because you remember that promo he he did. He posted that, a video, video saying that he wasn't going to do any of his characters anymore, and he was just going to be Matthew. He's still doing some of his other characters on being the elite, yeah. And so it's kind of it's kind of confusing because he came out, pushed Sammy Guevara to kind of continue their feud, but he was still wearing his new shirt that had like all the different versions of Matt Hardy. Yeah, on there. so I, I I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, I guess next week they're probably going to have a match. Um, but, man, one, th- one thing that I will kind of, like, knock on AEW for is the fact that there is, like, no control in these kinds of matches. Like, the referee is just standing there letting whatever happened happen. You know what's so crazy? It's like I'll acknowledge it, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really bother me because – I felt like as I've watched WWE for so long, like a little something that's a little different, a little chaotic. You'll let you'll let slide a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and even the, the ones that I mentioned that was with the the four on four a while back mm-hmm. it was Young Bucks with FTR versus Lucha Bros and Butcher and Blade. That was pretty chaotic in yeah. itself, in my opinion, more chaotic than this match, but. There was there were so many things they did that was good that I ignored the that yeah just with this, um, I saw past the chaoticness. Maybe I'm getting used to that because that's You're what such they an do. AEW Mark, I am. In which I wouldn't mind, and I'm I'm surprisingly taking up for FTR on this one. I wouldn't mind if they do certain tag matches mm-hmm. where they do traditional rules and then some other matches. Yeah, where it's all crazy, and that could. 
balance that out. Mm-hmm. Um, have a certain terminology for it. Say, okay, yeah. in this type of yeah. in this type of uh, match, it's going to be a little more lax on the rules. Yeah, you know, you get in, instead of a ten count, it's just going to. Because I find that there's a lot of people out there who doesn't necessarily like this chaoticness. Right. Uh, I know it's Bully. Not, it's not. For yeah, it's not for everyone. Bully Ray from you know, who's on Busting Open mm-hmm. doesn't like it. Yeah. Even though he likes AEW. Yeah. He doesn't like that. And because it's a little, it's a little too much chaos. It's, it's too much for certain people. Um, and and I and I told you this. I can't decipher what's real and what's not real with FTR <laughs> because they went on to Jim Cornette and busted open, and they said, you know, we want to change the tag team scene yeah. on that. And I'm like, I'm still like, well, you need to bend to the rules, motherfucker. And so, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I can see the point where. In those types of matches, let it be chaotic. But if mm-hmm. they're doing a one, well, not I mean two on two match, traditional, traditional. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you would do against Lucha Brothers because Lucha Brothers are not used to no. that. <laughs> and that's something that you could play into. Yeah. Uh, and that was one of the things that I that I kind of liked about the backstage segment with FTR signing those contracts because they were talking about the perks they got. They're like, oh, we get the tag ropes, you know, because you know. AEW doesn't really utilize the tag rope. The um, thing where they hold? Yeah. Right. Because, yeah. you know, traditional tag rules, you have to hold on to that rope. You can't go anywhere until you're tagged in. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that could be something that works to the benefit of FTR. It's like, if we're going to wrestle, it's going to be under traditional rules. We're going to have the tag rope. You only get five seconds. <laughs> you're going to do this and this and this. And so that when you go up against a team like the Lucha Bros, who are used to just flying in and out flying of the ring, from, and they're having to be stopped and slowed down, that works in favor of FTR. Yeah. It's like, oh, wait, pump the brakes, dude. You got to go back over to the corner and tag in. See, what that what would be neat is, okay, because their match they had, that it, was, it was sloppy, but it, was, it wasn't those rules. So they would need to have another match with them with rules mm-hmm. or with those type of rules. I mean, um, it's just really preference. Yeah. You know, they're kind of, because and I don't know if it's true and I, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, well, AEW is different and that, that, that is different. You know what I mean? And the reason why I say it's a little bit too much chaos is because later on in the night, we had a tag match that was a tornado tag team match. So it's like, okay, you're, you're, if you're going to have that kind of chaos, implement it under these particular rules, like your tornado tag match. Okay, both guys on on the team can be in at the ring at the same time. Well, you can have a particularly worded tag team match where the rules are a little more lax. Like, okay, you know, if you if you want to do traditional lucha style rules, where if someone if the per, if the legal person gets thrown out of the ring, someone on the outside is allowed to come in. You know, that's yeah, that's that's like a triple A or that's lucha rules. I wouldn't mind if they just kept on switching different yeah. styles. Not I'm not call it time, but depend who it is. And if they got the Ooh. favor in the vote, like they were like, oh, well, since they're go- we're gonna do lucha rules or yes. this, I wouldn't mind that. That something like that just popped in my head. Okay, so you have you've got a team like FTR who are mm-hmm. gonna who, who are gonna specialize in traditional wrestling. You have Lucha Bros who specialize in lucha wrestling. What if prior to the match they have a standoff? You do a coin flip or something. Whoever wins the coin flip, that's the style that you wrestle in. You know, I, and I don't. How, it's simple, 
and it would set AEW apart from anyone else. Say we are going to allow every style of wrestling, but each match is going to determine that's that particular style. In my in my head though, I'm like, can the Lucha Brothers even do that though? They would have to. But no, what I mean is, do they know how to? They would have to. They would have to, but like, do they? I've never seen anything that they've done that hasn't been crazy and like super tra- traditional in the sense. So I know they would have to, but mm-hmm. do they know how to? They would They would have to learn if they're going to wrestle in AEW. And I feel like that would set AEW apart tremendously. That would be pretty cool. Like, can you imagine, like, if Lucha, if Lucha Bros win that match and FTR is like, well, what the hell? Now we have to wrestle Lucha style or we have to wrestle this style. We have to wrestle the laxed rules style. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going up against uh, Jungle Boy and, and Luchasaurus. Well, they want to wrestle this particular style, you know. Oh, shit, we got to go up against Darby Allen and John Moxley. They want to wrestle Extreme Rules style. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like, think, I think that would be neat. I think that would, yeah, that would be fun because it's would. like, oh, okay, you know, we're gonna turn because no, no one else does it. Like and that, yeah, right? no one does something like that. Now people might say, well, that's kind of corny to do a coin toss or something like that. But you could find a different way of doing it. I don't think it's corny. Yeah. Or, you know, someone who's in charge. Oh, we got from Tony Khan. uh, He's going to put Lucha style in this match. Or it's going to be traditional this time. uh, Word by Tony Khan. Whatever. I don't know. It might be. I wouldn't mind the the coin. Well, the coin toss is. Because if they haven't planned whatever the match is and it goes the opposite way. So I don't. don't Yeah. Well, I mean, you can. Oh, it's heads. You know, you don't have to show the camera, but like, you know, like you say, you have Aubrey flip, you know, bring both, both teams in, flip the coin, boom. Okay. Lucha brothers, mm-hmm. you're winning. You know, we're wrestling Lucha style rules or something, you know, do something like I'm that. I'm just, I'm, I like them. I'm just so confused <laughs> because I can't decipher what's real or what they're saying is real. Mm-hmm. Are they really frustrated? And I know some of the stuff, storyline stuff, because the yeah. thing you told me on, uh, show me on Twitter, it's like, oh, well, your lawyers are, no, our lawyers said that whatever, get certain you have to sign a contract. You have to sign a contract before we could put you on that list of, um, yeah, the top five. Top five. The, the ranking so, systems. I don't know what type of deal they signed or if it's like a handshake thing and how long they're going to be probably there. Probably a handshake deal. I don't know if they're really agitated with AEW. And and it sucks, and I, in my head, I'm trying my best to be seeing things now on both sides. But at first, I was like, "Fuck you, mm-hmm. uh, learn the rules." <laughs> yeah, and like, and I, I, I don't know. And I shouldn't have been. I shouldn't have been that way. Mm-hmm. But like, and to their credit, they're doing a little more than they usually have. They I've seen them do a super kick. Uh, they they jump off the the top turnbuckle now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but they're not flipping. They're not flipping. Just fists. Say y'all. <laughs> I'm not saying that, sir. Just because I'm Texan. Is that what you think we do all day? You think we just walk around saying y'all, ride our horses to work at the oil mill? Cowboy shit. Hell yeah. So what was next? Uh, after that, we got to see Cody versus Warhorse. And yes. they really built this match up. Yeah. So... I don't know how they found this guy, or uh, from my understanding, I think a lot of people online were trying yes. to like this guy. I think this Cody guy, this Cody guy. was like, "Hey, who should I go up against next?" And 
the majority of people were saying Warhorse. You got to work with Warhorse. Um, I thought it was a decent match. To yeah. me, it didn't suck me in as much as Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think because Eddie Kingston went out and killed it on the mic before the match, and then it was an extreme role. He got match. me pumped, and he was beating yeah. the fuck out of him and all that stuff. And this was a different style for sure. Um, I didn't think it was shit by yeah. no means. Uh, I thought it was a good showing for that guy. Um, and I feel like this is kind of what Cody's wanting to do. He's mm-hmm. kind of like, look, you might not be wrestling for us, but we want to wrestle for you. Like, we want to be able to give you a little bit of shine. Yeah. So yeah. that if, you know, even if you don't want to wrestle w- with us in the future, you can go somewhere and be like, here's a match with they, me and Cody. Uh, finally, I think it's like a day after they post... Um, or maybe the day of. Uh, they sh- they show a promo after the match mm-hmm. of like they did it with Eddie Kingston. They did it with Warhorse too. Yeah, and he talks esque like um not like Ultimate Warrior, but he's like loud and yeah. stuff. And then <laughs> his tagline is at the end. He's like Warhorse rules ass. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. But he's nothing compared to the Texas Lawhawk. <laughs> Talons of justice. He rules ass, man. Do he, process, he, do wheelies. <laughs> he gets tons of chicks. That's right. <laughs> but um, the Texas Lawhawk. What What did you think of the match? I thought it was all right. <laughs> um, I I like the fact that Arn Anderson is getting pissed off at Cody for slacking off too much, not focusing enough. Yeah. Um, and then Cody goes out and acts heelish. Like that's kind of like, wait, what? Yeah. He's, if you notice, young bucks do that that shit all the time too. Mm-hmm. They're good guys, but they do a little hill stuff like that, and yeah. they just like laugh at you and stuff Doing like that. Whatever they can to win. Um, so then, I mean, the matchup was fine. It wasn't as good as last week's for with sure. Cody versus Eddie Kingston. Goddamn, sign, um, sign Eddie Kingston. I'm sorry. <laughs> sign it. Uh, and then after the match, Dark Order came out, started to attack, and Warhorse. And, uh, Pushed Cody. Yes. And then Warhorse got him. beat down by... And uh, Matt Cardona showed up looking Well, ripped. before that, uh, what's-his-name got in the ring was about to... Uh, his coach... Uh, what did you say his name? I forgot. His Arn name. Anderson. Arn Anderson. <laughs> Looks like he's about to charge at him. Yeah. And then I saw some, I saw someone come out, and I was like, who the fuck is that? I was like, oh, shit. Because they, they, they panned off, and they panned back to him. I was like, oh, Matt Cardona. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, he's fucking jacked. <laughs> Dude got ripped. Did he work on his legs? Because I know his upper body is pretty big. <laughs> so, but Never uh, skip leg day. Taz like, it's Cordona. <laughs> um, so he does that, whatever you call that move, where he jumps and puts his leg down. It's leg like drop? A, it's like a, it's like a, it's a like variation a of a leg drop. Jumping leg drop. J- is that what is jumping leg drop? Sure. We'll go with it's that. It's called a rough rider. Rolling sir. spear. Um, running hug. <laughs> running hug. So he did that. and The smell my crotch. He did the the Long Island symbol ooh, that he ooh. always does. But then um, save Cody, hugged Cody. Um, I know this we'll must team have with been, Cody next week against yes. Dark Order. Uh Two, two guys of the Dark Order. The Dark Order is going to be in action the whole night. Yeah, or most of them. Um, is Dark Order working for you? Yeah. Well, not to their full extent. Yeah. I feel like because they're doing slow storylines on everyone. I think that I think we it, need a little more progression for Dark Order. 
deaths. That's why I feel because they're focusing on, and it's still slow. The whole Colt Cabana mm-hmm. in um, Brody Lee. Yeah, but I'm ready for Brody Lee to be fucking dominant. There's there's a few people I'm ready for being fucking dominant, <laughs> like Lance Archer. Yeah, but which he wasn't even on this week. But he was in the crowd. Yeah, but I think in due time, and at the same time, I'm like. Some of those guys are not getting the shine out. I think they should, but you fucking just bring in Matt Cardona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's Sean Spears? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think in due time, and I, I hope, I hope that their you hope? third show or their second show, whatever you call it. Second televised show. Second televised show will have more people on there. Like, yeah. leave Dark for... I guess you call it enhancement talent. Up and comers. Up and comers that you see Once all the time in the crowd yeah. and stuff like that. You do that, you know. But like Lance Archer, find someone from the fucking dominant constantly. If something something for him. Mm-hmm. Um you were pushing Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela. You had like a few promos from them, like they were gonna go somewhere and do something. Yeah. Haven't done too much. Yeah. I don't know if you dropped it or what, but I think you know they could pick that back up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to get to a point where some people may be frustrated. Sure, and, and, it's, and, that's, and it's one of those things that you can only juggle. And so Tony many. Khan, I know he doesn't want that. Yeah, but it's going to happen. Even eventually, he's going to have to lay someone off. He's yeah. not going to. He doesn't want to. Right. Uh, like you know, Hyper Two. I mean, they're split right now. Well, I think they're still dealing dealing with the travel ban, similar to Pac. Yeah, you know, he's stuck over in England. He can't. He couldn't get here if he wanted to. Yeah. So, I mean, I see some frustrations, but I just don't know what you can do with certain people. And like, I hope this next match with like the Dark Order versus FTR in the Elite. Mm-hmm. I hope Dark Order wins. Yeah, I really do. Uh. Don't let FTR take the the pinfall. One, it, it, it could be either Omega or one of the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't pin Page. It'll probably be one of the Young Bucks. Don't pin Page. Don't pin any of FTR. Um, Did you happen to watch Being the Elite? I watched it this week. Yeah. Where uh, Adam Page is like, hey, you guys want to go get a beer? So who's that? It's like, oh, it's just Brandon. He's... <laughs> He follows me. He's around. obligated He's to follow me. Contractually obligated. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, we can go to beer. It's like, is Brandon with us? Like, no, 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 no. Brandon, Brandon's gonna. You stay, stay here. You stay. Stay. Stay, Brandon. And then uh, you watch. You the, guys gonna out for a beer? It's <laughs> the first date. I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, the Dark Order stuff. Yeah. Put on the football like, helmet. It's like. I didn't. I didn't necessarily like him like freaking out on Uno mm-hmm. at first, but now I saw him freaking out Uno and Stu. He's just he's just freaking out on anyone now. Yeah, that's just how he is. But I like when I pan over and I'm like, "What the fuck are you standing there?" It's Griff Gar- <laughs> that guy. that's like Griff Garrison. Yeah, that's the name. He he always pops up in skits like as a anyone have brand any Jungle Boy. Anyone have any questions? <sighs> yes. What is your question? Who who is that guy? <laughs> Get out! I I am enjoying Brody Lee. Because he's doing more than he's did in WWE, and he's just kind of letting go, and he's not that dumb redneck character or mm. monster. I mean, or 
I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I mean, he is a, a monster of a boss, I Silent guess. Silent but deadly. He's yeah. a fart. <laughs> He's a fart. But no, I'm, I'm hoping, because he was laughing at the end of this episode. He was like, good for you to show up, Kenny. Mm. You know, even though that the other members of the Dark Order came as just random people. Yeah. Um, I think, I hope that they win next week. I yeah. really feel like they need it. They need to. They need uh, Inner Circle needs to win some matches here because they're not looking very dominant. Like, they went up. I guess. They were, like, this was the first match they've had since that, uh, as, a, as a unit, as a five-person unit, since the uh, match they lost at in the football stadium. So it's like they really needed that win, but they didn't get it. So, But we did find out that... Uh, we will be getting Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy too, and also a debate and a debate. <laughs> I could just picture like Orange not saying too much, and he says a little bit, like little say, stuff, like, one word and then responses. that will piss the fuck off, like mm-hmm. piss out of uh, Jericho. Yeah, um, he was also mad because his jacket is becoming even more orange, and like cat piss. now it smells like cat piss. Like cat pee, Tony. Um. So then uh, we saw Omega and Hangman Adam Page. That was a great match. Yeah, in my opinion, I don't know how you felt, but like I enjoyed like Omega and Page versus uh, Uno and Grayson. Mm-hmm. To me, that was the match of the night. I loved that match. It's pretty good. Uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page ended up getting the victory, and I also like Colt on like. <laughs> on commentary and I like hey I'm not gonna turn down a free meal yeah I like where he's at yeah I don't know how they're gonna get him to turn evil or I think what's gonna happen it's gonna happen without him knowing it he like this week he is saying hey man I'll you know if anyone wants to throw some free food my way sure if anyone wants to get me a way to get on commentary yeah sure that's awesome then I feel like one of the commentators like they might have him on commentary and they're gonna say something negative towards the dark order and he's like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, Dark Order is great, and that's gonna be that's gonna be the the click moment where it's like they've gotten in his head, yeah, and now he's defending them, yeah. And before you know it, he is full fledged part because I don't of, feel like he's gonna go away from it because yeah. they already made the shirt, right? And I like where they're going with it. Yeah, I really. Do. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, man, they got me a T-shirt. I've yeah. been wrestling with them, and uh, you know, we're getting wins, so you know, things are working out pretty good. And I like because they they came out with Anna J, that girl, mm-hmm. and I like how they sh- they got Colt and her to leave. Yeah, and I guess they're gonna kind of like, like slowly. You don't need, you don't need brainwashed to brainwashed him mm-hmm. slowly. Yeah, and Anna J kind of looked like Bunny. Um, <laughs> yes. That's true. But I think that'll work. It slowly brainwashed them. The fact that they were like, it's the only woman here, JR. Well, how did I miss her? <laughs> but I don't know. I know that they need to get go a little faster. I'm I am slowly getting used to slow storylines. Mm-hmm. And I'm more focused on slow storylines now. Yeah. Um but as a whole, I think I can enjoy the Dark Order, and I, I need to, them to get to the point where I think that they should be. Mm-hmm. But I think they will at the same time. But, yeah. And then we found out, um, you know, Britt Baker cut a, cut a promo on Big Swole. Oh, sorry. Before that, I just saw that. It's like, cult is in a cult. 
Yes. <laughs> it's gone from C-O-L-T to C-U-L-T. Yeah. Colt Cabana. I love Colt. Yes. Um, let's see. She said she knows Big Swole suspension won't last forever. She's not dumb. She's a dentist. Um, so it's still her division. So I we'll, still like how like Tony Schiavone and... Uh, <laughs> I love the chemistry yeah. between this two. Schiavone. Yes. Um, we got to see Hikaru Shida defeat Diamante. This match was all right. Uh, I mean, it, I, it, I felt like this was you know, the one division that AEW is like suffering from is the women's division yep. because like this yep. was a chance to build a new star, get a surprise, a shocking win uh, over Hikaru. They didn't. they didn't, but they didn't. Like I love Hikaru Shida to death. Like she's probably my favorite female champion right now. Uh, but she should have lost this match. Like, of all the champions they've had, she's probably my f- favorite. All three? Of all three. But like at the same time, I feel like they're trying to push her more and I guess get her to be bigger than what she is. And, and to me, yeah. she's not. Not there yet. She's not there yet. Okay. I like it. I, I'm I'm a fan of hers. I feel like she needs to be not bigger in size, but bigger than what she is. And she's not. Larger than life. I don't know about that, but like... It's it's working for me, but it's not. Okay. I don't know. I think it's just the women's division in the whole is not it's, working It's kind for of me. weak. The only thing that's like going kind of good is the whole Britt Baker like mm-hmm. promo stuff mm-hmm. right now. Um, but after this match, we got to see Nyla Rose backstage with Vicky Guerrero. And uh, so they announced the women's tag tournament. It's going to be random draw. So they draw a color, another person draws a color, and if it matches... I, I, I think I like that. Yeah, I kind of like that, too. It's that strange bedfellows. You're, yeah. not gonna see, you're not going to see your traditional tag partners or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, that would make perfect sense for them to team up. And it's like, well, now they're at ends at one another. Like, mm-hmm. if, I feel like if Britt Baker were healthy right now, they would have Britt Baker team with Big Swole. Oh, God. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And the match would just end with one for of sure. them getting knocked out. Or for something. sure. Um. So Nyla Rose drew her color, and uh, they said, "Oh, well, you know, you're in luck. Someone's already drawn that one." It turns out to be Ariane or Arian, however she said it. it's f- formerly Cameron of WWE. I was about to say, "Oh shit, Cameron's here!" Girl, bye. Girl, bye. Where's Vinny? Where is Vinny? What's that? <laughs> What's he up there? Are they still are they together? Even, I was about to say yeah. the same thing. Are we they don't even know. together? We don't know. That's the only thing we care about. Yeah. So uh, I feel like that's sort of just a she's there to be part of the tournament for sure. Just for to, sure, because like, I'm actually bodies. curious of because uh, I thought she was done wrestling. I don't know. They need to utilize every woman they have on the roster that mm-hmm. they can still get a hold of because there's some people they still can't get back. Like I think like Shayna, she's part of the roster, but they can't get her back. Mm-hmm. Or uh, what, what's up with Bia? Priestley, she's probably they probably can't hurt, get her. She's from the UK, I think. Yeah. Um, can't remember. I mean, I are mean, they gonna? Huh? I was gonna say. I mean, like the US, the US is like cut off from the rest of the world because everyone else got their stuff together for the we whole. We didn't. Yeah. Well, well, it's not us. Yeah. But you know, it's it's other people. Yeah. In the US, people of authoritarian yeah, they suck. figures or whatever. Anywho, after that, we got to see. Probably the best promo from MJF. Oh, my God. The state of the industry. I just love when he first walked. I mean, I loved everything. We walked out, you know. Kissing babies. Kissing babies. Signing a contract. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> Man, I love this promo. It was great stuff from him. The fact that he, you know, he's challenging John Moxley. 
I didn't know where they were going at first. Yeah. Did you have a clue? I was wondering because they were like, oh, the state of the industry. What's what's this about? And so I was like, what is it? You know, what is the state of the industry? Um, so here's here's some of the highlights that he said. Um, uh, let's see. It was nice to be on Dynamite two weeks in a row without being on the sideline like the bench warmers. You're doing great, guys. Proud of you. Uh, he was spotlighted two two weeks in a row because a certain individual was afraid of being upstaged two weeks in a row. Uh, MJF said that's why things need to change around here. He called. He said one man called for a paradigm shift while saying that a guy that can say what he wants and wrestle where, whenever he wants simply because he came from a place of titans isn't new. That's old hat, brother. <laughs> so, I mean, just the promo that he cut... This is great. He's one of the best talkers. Guy, yeah, it's like he thinks he's uh, he's stone cold or what? How do you say the stone cold thing? I don't know how he said it. The stone cold fact. It's a stone cold fact. I don't know, but um, it was really good. And it sets up for them to fight at All Out, which is when? Uh, it's sometime in September, I think. Early September. So they still have some time. Is this All Out like pay per view? It's a pay-per-view. Yes. Not a show. Correct. Okay. As of now, we'll have to see. <laughs> we'll see. It's one of their big four, I guess. Are they planning as a pay-per-view that people will be back? Or are they thinking that it's just a pay-per-view that we're just going to do in this time? Look, man, I don't, I don't see shit <laughs> going back to normal until 2021. At least. That yeah. sucks because we were supposed to go to AEW in April, then it got pushed to November, and it's probably going to be pushed back again. Yep, for Whatever. sure, for sure. Assholes. Don't worry, it's gonna be it's gonna be sweet when we do get to go. Yeah. Uh, then we got to see <laughs> the uh, no disqualification tornado tag match between Brian Cage, Ricky Starks versus John Moxley and Darby Allen. Okay, so it was mostly just a brawl. Yeah, but before that. Because there was Taz talking about Brian Cage. and traps. Yeah, then they let... Show him the delts! Ricky Starks talk. And, like, I like Ricky Starks talking, but I think they cut him off. Yes. They did. They They're did. Like, Listen, we got time. Yeah, he kind of talks a lot, but, I mean... But that's... And I was like, oh. Uh, I kind of felt Tonight. weird. Tonight. Yeah, all that stuff kind of felt weird. But they went out... Did their thing. Um, he got they got jumped by uh, Darby Allen. Um, what did you think of the match? I thought it was all right. It was a good brawl. It was fine. The spot at the end was sickening. I did before that. I did like the promo earlier from Moxley talking about uh, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, and Darby Allen. All that. I think he did a good promo talking about you know helping his friend out. Yeah, and what he said about I I didn't really care what he said about Brian Cage, but how he talked about Ricky Starks, I liked it. Yeah, uh, but it was all it was all good in general. Mm-hmm. But man, when he sl- I didn't know it was on there when he slapped him and jumped on there with that, and ouch. I was like, just ouch, because you could see him go, you could see him mouth motherfucker, mm-hmm. and all right. Lowest amount of money it would take for you to be on the receiving end of that spot. Lowest? Absolute lowest. So if someone walks up to you and says, all right, I'll give you 100 bucks to do that spot. I would probably say maybe 3000 3000 at the lowest? Yeah. 
What about twenty five hundred? Would you do twenty five hundred? Uh, uh, no. Twenty seven fifty. No. <laughs> All right, three thousand. Huh? All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this podcast, feel free to donate to us because I'm now <laughs> I'm now taking up a collection for three thousand dollars <laughs> so that we can have this spot be done to Tyler. So were they glued onto the board or what? Man, was I don't know. They fell off after he yeah. got stuck. One thing that cracked me up whenever they were like he was limping out like rolling out of the ring and like cage was helping him he got up cage picked one off his back and threw it yeah <laughs> i don't know if you caught that uh-uh. but i just uh, saw all the blood trickling off i was like Ugh. oh my god good on ricky starks man for yeah. taking that shit but i'm so glad that ricky starks is part of AEW. yeah he's such a talent and such a treat um I hope he continues to soar and be successful. Happy Fine. Hands Club. <laughs> Some say love. But all in all, pretty enjoyable episode. Oh, well, also, before they announced Hot Off the Presses, um, next week, Darby Allen is going to fight John Moxley yeah. for the title because he even eyeballed him. Yeah, the title. You want this, pointed at you him want too. This match? You want to make this happen? You know, Darby's gonna lose because it's gonna be Moxley what? versus MJF at the pay per view. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? No way. No way, man. Did you uh, get to watch NXT at all? Nope. No. All right. We'll run through uh, the what happened real quick. Uh, NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai and Tegan Knox defeated Candice LeRae and Dakota Kai. And to me. I enjoy NXT, and I know I've said this a number of weeks, but this week NXT was just background noise for me. I didn't have interest in watching it. Uh, there was one part that I did enjoy watching, and that was the Keith Lee calling out Karrion Cross. How'd that, that go? It was pretty interesting because he cursed and they bleeped it. So it's like, all right, which well, one? Who cursed? Keith Lee. Okay. Um, and then uh, Karrion Cross appeared on the screen, and it was like, you're going to... Was give- he carrying a cross? He was not. Okay. But he was like, you're going to give me a title shot, e- either the easy way or the hard way. The easy way is you give me a title shot. Keith the hard way Lee is... He said, fuck you, man. The hard way is you don't want to know what the hard way is. Oh, okay. Which is weird. And then William Regal was like, I'm not going to be bullied into be making matches, which we all know this is where it's going. Yeah. But anyways. Uh, so, second match, Johnny Gargano defeated Roderick Strong one-on-one. Uh, Mercedes. I would Martin. think that they have a good chemistry, and, and it may have. I do not know. Like it came. Do not know. It came on, and I was like, "Oh man, this is going to be good." And then I immediately like went back to scrolling on my phone. <laughs> I was just like, Oops. "I'm just not buying it." I don't know. It's just WWE is just not doing it for me right now. Uh, Mercedes Martinez oh, yeah. defeated Shotzi Blackheart. Keith Lee called out Karrion Cross. Um, Imperium defeated Everrise. Isaiah Swerve Scott defeated Jake Atlas. Okay, since I've not been watching mm-hmm. NXT, has the Undisputed Era been kind of split? They have been like distant for a while. Yeah, because all of a sudden I've seen like they're things, back. They're back. I'm like, what the fuck happened to them? Yeah, they came out and uh, and attacked um, uh, Imperium. 
And then uh, the main event got to see Dexter Loomis defeat Timothy Thatcher and Finn Balor in a triple wow. threat match to earn a spot in the North American I title ladder match. Thought to take over Finn 30. Balor would definitely be. That'll teach you to think. I wonder what they're going to do with that man. Wait until the borders open up so he can have his match with Walter and give us what we want to watch. That's true. Yeah. But until then, he's just going to float around NXT like he floated around Raw and. Then I'll end up on SmackDown and float but to around me, there. And it's still like pretty much all new, like fresh matchups because yeah. he's wrestled a lot of people he's never wrestled before. I'm also surprised that Timothy Thatcher lost this match, like because they've been yeah. building him as like this beast. But yeah, you know, he fucked up. Did he? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Anything else you got? We got some updates. Um, uh, well, we watched Impact. Part of Impact. Part of Impact. I watched like the last, what was it, 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. The only Whatever thing I watched, was that I sent to you. Yeah. You watched uh, stuff about Katie Forbes, God. which who you like. No. <laughs> uh, they're gonna, I guess they're going to do a program with like RVD maybe and uh, Sammy Callahan. Yeah. Because. Hey, man, you're looking at my girl. Katie Forbes was going to debut some more pictures of her. Her, her new website, website sir. Yeah. It's then, up and running. And then, like, Sammy Callahan's a hacker and put this face on her face. Changed so much from his NXT days. <laughs> well, Solomon Crow. I don't remember what he did in NXT as Solomon Crow. Exactly. What? I mean. No, it's pretty much, but it's pretty much what it, he was. What do you what, mean? Like, what he is in Impact, that's kind of what he was in NXT. He was like this hacker guy. He was a hacker. That's what you were saying. He was a hacker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. But now, like, I don't know if he's been doing the hacker stuff. Like, to me, he's he's proven himself in impact. He's like a like a fucking like brawler, like badass guy. Um, and then he gripe, I saw him gripe out Ken Shamrock. Yeah. And he he was surprised by Ken Shamrock because Ken Shamrock was like, I know it was my fault that we lost, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then Ken walked away. Damn right it is. Uh, that Wrestle House thing was going on. That was strange. Yeah, some of the things that they did was funny and some was like, meh. But <laughs> No way, Jose. Um, we didn't sign him. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Tommy Dreamer was funny in general. Yeah. Um, you farted, man. One thing I thought was hilarious, Taya was trying to leave the house and then she opened the door and she couldn't leave because it looked like it was hell outside. And Abyss was there. Okay. It was Abyss. And, like, uh, I guess, like, Johnny Swinger said something about, I don't know if he was talking about Miz. He goes, Miz up doing the, I don't know, something about doing the job. I don't know if he was taking a sh- shot, like, at whoever, whatever his name is, uh, Abyss, who's still with WWE. He was like, that Abyss is in hell. Mm hmm. Because the guy who plays him is in WWE, yeah. so I think that was the joke. Hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I could be wrong, but um, I, I, I like Johnny Swinger. I think he's he's funny and over the top. But um, some things they did was not so funny, and some was funny. So we'll see where they go with that. And then we watched, or I watched part of um, the Good Brothers versus Reno Scum, and. Um, I had to turn off Twitch to go do something. Then when I got back, it was gone. It was over. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know what happened. Um. I guess 
I, I don't know. I want to I want to watch it in its entirety, like mm-hmm. a full episode. Uh, we know next week that there's going to be like Heath versus Moose, which I hope that's a, a good match. Moose. And like Moose is not like super dominant. Like I hope that Heath gives like a good show, but he just loses. Yeah. Not like Moose just overpowers him and beats him like that. I hope that like Heath puts on a good show, but yeah. he still loses. Because I feel like Heath's going to lose. If he doesn't lose and he becomes the DNA World Champion, that's pretty cool. In his first match in Impact. I think that would be that would be pretty neat. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to happen that way. Um, I don't, never know. I don't know what EC3 is going to do. Uh, or Brian Myers. Or what, what's their plan. We know the Good Brothers is entangled with... Um, who's that ace guy? Johnny Ace? No, the 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 guy that John Laurinaitis. No, Madman Fulton and Ace Freely. Fuck, I don't know the kid's name. Ace of Spades. No, uh, Motorhead. So they're they're feuding. There. Together, um, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it, it goes. Oh, another thing, I didn't watch SmackDown, but I saw a clip because hmm. I saw articles like. Is Brother Nero back? Did you see that? I did not. Because I, I went to go see what the hell they were talking about. Because they were having a brawl in a bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hardy and... Um, so tasteful. Seamus. And they were beating each other up. And then he was on the ground. And something happened. The, can, the, the camera panned to a different direction. And went back. And it, had, it was Brother Nero's makeup. <laughs> and his eyes and stuff. And he started going crazy and beating up on Seamus. So, as long as it's not Willow the Wisp. <laughs> That's when you know shit gets real. So uh, I wonder if they're going to do that Brother Nero character. If I they do go going. with the Brother Nero character, I'm going to be fucking pissed because you had Woken Matt Hardy, but you didn't Woken. not have Brother Nero at the time. But now you're going to pull the trigger on Brother oh, Nero. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't fucking care. Don't yes. care. Don't care. Oh, Bray Wyatt just had a baby. Oh yeah, they had they had another baby, JoJo and JoJo, uh, JoJo and Bray Bray. Congratulations, hey Bray Bray, hey Bay Bay. Um, AEW star Chris Statlander has successfully had knee surgery. Okay, so or I'm sorry, it was a torn ACL. So the road Don't to recovery can begin. Forget August third. You're gonna be at Walmart. Walmart, go get the new AEW action figures. Mm-hmm. Which is he's uh, the first set, Young Bucks, Cody, uh, who else? Brandy, Brandy, and Young Bucks. One, Young Bucks. There's one more person. Omega, Jericho. Jericho. Oh, Omega. There goes Omega. One, one angel, <laughs> very trigger. <laughs> I'm surprised they went with that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cody Rhodes has announced that the. Uh, Completion on the TNT Championship belt will be finished on August twelfth. Cool. He said he's he has seen a nice video of the plates. They look very elegant. So cool. There you go. Um, that's pretty much all I have. Do you have anything else you want? I wonder to add? if Zack Ryder is going to bring his internet championship to the internet. Cha- Maybe I that's something not. they can defend on dark. I hope not, because at the same time we get the FTW championship. Everyone's bringing their fucking title to. Bring your title to work day. <laughs> you got a belt, bring it on by. If they have Jeff Hardy, 
Cody. Jeff Hardy eventually no, comes no, to no, AW. No, he can bring no, the Jeff Hardy no, Mardi Gras belt. No, it's going to be different no, from the Jeff Hardy no, TNA no, Mardi Gras belt. No, It'll be the no, Jeff Hardy no, AEW no, Mardi Gras belt. No, <laughs> His face right now. No, You're bringing this out of me. No, then Ken Anderson could win it. Um, no. <laughs> Yeah, bring your championship to work day. Like, you know, I feel like they're going to. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to. Mm-mm. The internet championship Mm-mm. can be defended on dark. You're Mm-mm. right. Yes. Yeah. It can be because it's on the internet. Yeah, and he could beat Griff Garrison for it. Maybe they'll revise revise it because that was his championship. Yeah. It's, you know, it's got his logo. Well, he said he redid the championship. It's, it's oh. redone. Oh. Like, it's a little different. Oh. I haven't seen it. Oh. 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 Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. So, who knows? We'll see. Anyways, that's all I've got. Anything else you want to add? Are you ready? For talking Shop-A-Mania. Oh, snap. This Saturday. That's right. On the Fight app. I don't it's only know, $15. I don't know what to expect. I mean, I know kind of, but, like, there's some other su- uh, surprises. Yeah. And, like, they just said that they're having fun the whole time. There's this one match... Uh, Anderson said, "I was I was on commentary, but I was fucking laughing the whole time, <laughs> and like I just I just believe it. Well, that's what you want to hear during a wrestling match. No, like I was watching him wrestling, I just couldn't stop laughing. Like, <laughs> like even you saw that trailer. Like, there's yeah. this guy calling out Matt Cardona, and they're like, dude, he has a big dick. Turn like the first. guy who's like calling out Matt Cardona. They said he has a big dick. It's like he's like a porn star. <laughs> what? Like, no way that motherfucker says woo on." <laughs> Like, and not, not to mention the Boner Yard match. The Boner Yard match. Be on the lookout for that. Sex with Ferguson. Sex Ferguson versus Chad Too Bad. Oh, man. I think in Southpaw Regional Wrestling, it was Tex Ferguson. Probably. I don't well, think it was Sex know. Ferguson. It might have been Sex Ferguson. I could be wrong. Maybe someone who knows. Because I, I know, know. That, that people were shocked that they were allowed to walk away with those characters. But Because WB didn't. They didn't uh, want them. They didn't. What's it called? Them. Um. Trademark. Copyright, yeah. So that's just like if you think about. Uh, I don't know if you heard like Matt Cordona and Brian Myers. They have that podcast, and they're so thankful because they they brought that originally to WWE to see if they want to do something. They were like, no, mm. and then they did it on their own, and they're so glad they did because when they left, I'm pretty sure if they were doing it with WWE, they would have to shut that down and yeah. do it differently. Can't televise that. Yeah, so you can't show that on TV. <laughs> Bruce Pritchard. Um, I don't know, man. Um, there's some good stuff that's coming up, and I can't wait to see it. Like I said, talk shop of mania, yeah, progressions and stuff with AEW. Uh, who cares about Raw, SmackDown's eight. Um, we want the best for Impact. We want really, to be honest with you, we, we want, want the best for every company. Yeah. It's just Raw is annoying us. Um, <laughs> it is. I mean, it's we rough. want everyone to succeed, but you, you know what? <laughs> and this is this is going to be bad it's coming out of my mouth. You can't teach old dogs new tricks. <laughs> and talking about you, Vince McMahon. <laughs> That's my life. Um, you just can't. He's just a surly... Uh, old motherfucker who's set in his ways and it's good shit in his mind a lot of things are good shit mm-hmm. um but 
Well, also the mind of Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's in charge of creative right now. But ultimately, those people in those positions have to run shit through Vince, too. Sure. So, who's really running shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I'm not enjoying what Bruce Pritchard's doing either. So, Mm-mm. don't care. Don't care. Anywho, Anywho. that's going to do us for us this week. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. We're on WNS Podcast on Facebook. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes slash Apple Podcast. Podcast. By searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, Spotify, Amazon Music, and... Wait, did I say them all? Uh, I guess I said them all. You say uh, iHeart? iHeartRadio, that's it. Yeah. I heart your face. Uh, just start Aww, wrestling new source podcast. So sweet. Tyler you can also follow Daniel. us on Twitter. I'm sorry, I'm married. Oh, damn uh, it. And you are too. Me too. It's a forbidden love. <laughs> Shit. I love you too. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter, WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear. You can follow Tyler on Instagram, Abear underscore mode. You can follow me on TikTok where you can see naked dudes running around <laughs> at Daniel Heron. So for the podcast crew, oh, I didn't send you that video, did I? No. Okay, so that's for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abear. And we will catch you all next week. Bye.